Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, for uh, sports fans, a busy little weekend, right? You got the NHL All-Star. Is that this yes, weekend? Yes, the All-Star game. The Olympics getting going. Uh-huh. Where is the All-Star game? Uh, Vegas. Oh, that's got to be fun. Uh, yeah, they had trouble attracting people to the yeah. All-Star game, so they yeah. went to, to Vegas instead. Now, Vegas, I assume it's all wide open, but would the NHL team still be trying to keep players in their bubbles? Uh, I, I, I don't know how they're going to accomplish all of that, mm. to be honest. Because you know you're 22, 23 in Vegas. Right. You don't want to actually sit in your hotel room and watch TV. <laughs> More room service. Or they just took over one hotel. Right? Yeah, maybe. Let's throw them all in there. Maybe. Uh, so what do you do? You're going to have a lot of remote changing going this weekend yeah. between the All-Star and the Olympics. Yeah. It's funny. The All-Star game itself isn't all that interesting <laughs> to, to me. Oh, really? Well, it's, it's kind of just like watching shinny hockey. Right. Um, yeah, but some of the... The All Star Skills competitions look pretty interesting. This fastest skater one should be pretty, pretty cool. Actually, you get Dylan Larkin from the Red Wings, uh, Kale McCarr from Colorado, and Connor McDavid from Edmonton all involved mm. in this. So you get a lot of some you know really fast skaters. And Larkin and McDavid have both won it in the past. So yeah, that'll be kind of interesting to watch some of the skills. So the, the boys like watching the skills stuff. Too. Sure. The actual All Star Game it kind of gets boring after a while. Now, when uh, if Connor McDavid wins the uh, the skating uh, competition, will his girlfriend claim the uh, the prize? For that? <laughs> it's all because of me. <laughs> you loved. I think last month there was an interview. Uh, that he'd done like a press conference, and I guess they'd had a big dumping of snow in Edmonton. They said, well, you know, we're up shoveling this morning. He's well, I'm fortunate enough to have a heated driveway. Oh, for crying out loud! I, I would have lost my TV. It would have gone out the window. Just melts away, Craigie. Yeah, it certainly does when you make that kind of money. I, the reason I refer to his girlfriend, if if you don't know what I'm talking about, was a while back there was an architectural digest type magazine that did a whole spread on this house they built in Edmonton and how she went on and on about how it's the perfect house for us now. And it's like 9,000 square feet. <laughs> That's a good starter home. It's a good starter home. <laughs> Because she, of course, she does uh, interior design right. as a career. And, and I'm sure all that whole house got paid for from her interior design income in Edmonton. <laughs> you know, any dude that hires her for interior design is looking to have a McDavid signed jersey oh, yeah. somewhere in his house. That's it. He'd, he'd spend $100,000 with her just to sniff his jock. There are some things I think that you should probably never buy used. Like um, underwear, perhaps. All right. Or, right. Or, or a mattress. Or even furniture, like couches and chairs and such. I would, I would probably buy used like a, um, a coffee table. Or right. End tables, a, a kitchen table, a dining room set. If, do people even own dining room sets anymore? Uh, yes, but they don't use them. Can you imagine one day if the whole open room concept is, uh, is passe? Everybody's, Everyone's putting walls putting back walls up. up again and <laughs> knocking out islands. I'm sure it'll come a day. I need back, the butler's pantry. Back to my mother-in-law. You know, she all her furniture is all like real wood and old, and she has this massive dining room set, a huge hutch, just full of dishes. I have been with the lovely Maria for a very long time. I think we sat in that dining room once, <laughs> once. <laughs> 
<laughs> somewhere in like the early 2000s, someone was like, I'm going to be a, a maker of China cabinets. Yeah. Like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you go join your waterbed and futon friends? <laughs> 300 years, they were the most popular things yeah. in houses. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember when my parents saved up and saved up for one, and they were so proud of it. Oh, yeah. We'd only sit at it at Christmas and Thanksgiving. And that was like the wedding gift, right? You get this, like, proper place settings, yeah. and they'd be all displayed in glass yeah. cabinets in a dining room, and no one could walk in it oh, because yeah. if you dare shake the floor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, Maria and I remember when we got married, and thankfully we didn't buy it. There was this, and it, if I saw it now, I'd probably think it's gaudy and ridiculous. But it was this massive, very Italian dining room looking set. I think it was like a kind of a pinkish, whitish hue to it. It was all very marbly and mm. glass doors and big chairs and, you know, probably would have sat 12. And, and our house was 800 square feet. Like, <laughs> you sleep under it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bigger than the house. And I remember we went. It's funny, I haven't thought about that thing in a very long time. And I and it was I think it was in Woodbridge somewhere, some furniture shop. And I remember driving in with Maria. We'd go and look at it like endlessly. We you know, because we go visit family and such and we let's stop in and just take, take a, a look. See if we can we do it? Can <laughs> we do it? Put the down payment down on oh, it. Oh, I think I'd still be paying for it for this to this day. Yeah, luckily. But, uh, I mean used furniture in, in terms of a dining setting would be fine. Mm. Every now and then I'll be driving along on like a, a like the garbage day. Mm. See someone throwing out a couch and like, well, it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I can pull myself no. to take someone else's couch. Well, yeah. Here's a here's a couch you wouldn't want. There's a woman who recently bought a used couch with her boyfriend because their dog ruined their old one. They didn't want anything too nice because it would just get trashed again. I don't know. Here's an idea. Train the dog not to trash it. I don't know. It's like, well, we have kids. Everything gets ruined. Well, teach your kids not to ruin everything. Right. I know. Easier said than done. Uh, Anyhow, they ended up with this uh, list love seat. Fit the bill. They were really happy with it. But they didn't find out what came with the couch until they lost the remote for the first time. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, they didn't clean it when they got into the house? That's pretty gross. Before it got into the house? That's pretty gross, right? No, uh, the boyfriend reached down into the cushions to look for the remote. (laughs) And he felt something weird. (laughs) Oh, no. Like the skin starts to just crawl. Can you only imagine? Because we've all lo- pulled up our couch cushions and seen what's underneath. Oh, right. Leftover food and change. And- yeah. Um, so he, he pulled his hand back out and realized he was holding an entire handful of fingernails. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Wouldn't that smell? You would, I don't know. Do fingernails smell? Well, fingernails and toenails, I mean, it's it's natural. So like, keratin, that, that would... You have a hum to it after a while, you, you think. stick them in a lot of places, too. Right. And uh, you know, when, when you cut them with the, the toe jam coming out. <laughs> it wasn't just fingernails. It was, uh, it was toenails as uh, well. Thousands oh, of them. Come on. Someone had been disposing of them. Maybe multiple people had been cutting their nails on the couch and just dropping them. In the couch? Yeah. The girlfriend says she started gagging. I would have burned the couch and then just gone to the shower and cried. Wouldn't you have noticed that when you picked it up? Like to bring it... Right, you're going to be moving Inside. it around. Wouldn't some of fa- yeah? It's None very odd, fellows. right? It's very strange. Anyhow, so they then decided to clean it. Vacu- they vacuumed it out. Jen says there was that was her name. Jen says there was so many, 
It sounded like she was vacuuming up uncooked rice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite excuse to get out of things? You know, when uh, when you have young kids, it's the number one go-to. Ah, kids can't. Kids sick. Right, yeah. Kids sick. Ah. And no one to watch the kids. Well, I think isn't COVID the new it's one, the new, too? Well, you know, what are we going to do when COVID's gone? Hey, speaking of when COVID's gone, so you had in the news uh, about the uh, the head doctor talking about uh, living with COVID and how we're going to have to deal with that. And yep. inevitably, the last thing to go will be the masks. I was thinking when you were uh, sharing that story, how many of us will be hesitant even when we're told to lose the mask or that we can lose the mask if we wish? How many will be hesitant to take it off? Like, I think I'll be pretty quick to remove it, but I think I'll also be very aware moving forward of giving people distance in lineups yeah. and washing my hands and trying to avoid crowds if I can. Right. Uh, but would you, what do you think? Would you carry on with it for a while? Or? Uh, I, I don't I don't think so. Depending, I think it depending on the setting, mm. right? Like, like, I mean, in my everyday life, it's me sitting in a car going to work and back. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'll, I'll need it. For the most part, right. you know, uh, you know, if I was one where I'm on a packed subway, right, every day, you know, and it's not, it's not a fear of COVID kind of thing. I think it's now just a mindset of like people are gross. Yeah, are you gonna give up the sex bars <laughs> <laughs> when they reopen? Are you gonna? Well, wear a mask there. <laughs> you always did, right? And the gag ball. <laughs> <laughs> just say it covers the gag ball. That's right. Yeah. You feel a little less self-conscious. The gimp. Um, so, yeah, excuses we use to get out of things. This is a great time of year. It's too cold. I can't be bothered. I forgot. You know, that's... I, I forgot you were getting married. Right, I, yeah. I didn't write it in my calendar. Sorry, sister. Yeah. Um, getting out of stuff, I'll start tomorrow. There's a good one. That's that's one of your oh, per- right, yes. procrastinators oh, and all of us. Huge. <laughs> I can't make it. I didn't sleep well last night. That's uh, an really? excuse we, we okay. tend to go to. I've never used the I, I didn't sleep well excuse. I'm trying to save money. I've always gone to that one. Uh-huh. That, that's not a lie. I just can't be bothered. That You know, that's so that's honest. That's being honest. That's, yeah, right. Yeah. You want to join me for dinner? being honest. You know, like... Like people will say they're tired and they're think they're, they're being honest, mm. but that's not really the case. I mean, who is really too tired <laughs> to go, you know, celebrate someone's birthday yeah. or at least you know just show up for a bit? I got a headache, any kind of illness, right. headache, stomach ache, the poops. Right. The poops are always a good out. Uh, poops are poops are good. I don't like the migraine one. Oh really? Because I I feel like that one sometimes is okay. Do you just have a headache, mm. or you know, is it mm. really something that's debilitating for you? I'm always concerned about using any fake illness because I think uh, karma is going to get me, and I'm going to end up with it. With it, yeah. yeah. I've made other plans. I'm going to your ex's wedding. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like him better. There's less popular excuses. Some people were, I can't get up. What? Just can't get up. I'm on the couch. Can't get up. Oh my goodness. I'm busy catching up on household chores. <laughs> you know you want out of something. Yeah, might as well just say Netflix has got something good on. I read those texts that you sent to yours, but I'll never say it, yeah. I'll never Gun Kelly, 94.9 The Rock, GTA's Rock Station. I was just thinking, he, uh, he played Tommy Lee in The Dirt. I wonder if he looks at the new show and goes, hey, <laughs> I didn't get a talking penis. <laughs> right. How come I didn't get the talking penis? (laughs) At uh, 722, it's a rock mornings. Uh, Two-thirds of us claim the pandemic has turned us into germaphobes. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'd say so. More aware, for sure. More Definitely aware. more aware. I, I'm, I've used more hand sanitizer mm. the last two years than ever previous in my life, I think. I mean, there are moments, and I knew there would be. I have slipped. I'm certainly not on it as oh, much sure. as I was. Right. You know, Jesus, we were you know rubbing our bananas when we were coming into the <laughs> house every time we... That's just the usual routine for me, but um, anyhow, so uh, yes, we all we all claim, or many of us claim, to be uh, germaphobes now. But if that's really true, we're still not really cleaning ourselves properly or enough. And we because we think everybody else is a pig, right? Right. Well, we're certainly a heck of a lot more aware mm. of other people's germs, mm-hmm. right? Like, like even. Yeah, I still, when I see like a doorknob or something like that, or, or if I've got to go into some, like a major store, mm. and you see the handle there, right. and just for a second you go, yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. I'll try to use my elbows on yeah. things. Or if someone still kind of coughs or sneezes around you, you're certainly just more aware of yep. it now. No, for sure. Uh, when it comes to cleaning ourselves, well, there are body parts that we're still not cleaning enough. Uh, we don't clean our feet enough. Right. That, they're hard to reach. <laughs> Some of us can't get there anymore. Long ways away. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, you know, the soap drips down there. It gets there. You're standing in it. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't scrub my feet. Do you scrub your feet? Uh, yeah. yeah. Part of the routine, I yeah. think. Uh, not really the bottoms, but... You get in between the toes? Uh, not, not uh, like, deeply. So you're Just not really doing the, it. You give them a rub. Like run, the, run a little soap over top of them. <laughs> with one other, the other foot? You clean each foot with the other <laughs> foot? step it on the other yeah. one. Uh, our face. We don't clean our face enough. Definitely not. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I mean, you get, you're get in the shower, just letting the water run over it, and you shave, and you think the shaving cream's doing enough, I guess. Right. Uh, we're not cleaning our nose and ears. Well, outside of blowing your nose, how do you clean your nose? Uh, maybe trim her up. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. A little bit. I had to get out of her this morning. Oh, really? Ooh. I noticed recently, I'm eh, starting to notice some, some fellas poking out. And then this morning, it looked like I grew a bush. <laughs> I had to get in there. So you had like a full hacksaw going at I 4 did. o'clock in the morning? I did, I did chisel and a hammer. The ears are tough, though, because like, you're not supposed to stick the Q-tip That's right. in there. But you should clean around yeah. in that area. And every now and then, it's just like completely embarrassing where you just feel, you feel an itch in your ear. You touch it. Like, what the hell? Gross. Was, oh, man. Or if you ever had to go to the doctor and have that the solution sprayed into it oh, to clean right. out yeah. that goop. And it, all of a sudden, it's just like a tidal wave. Of, yeah. Um, your back. Well, that makes sense. We can hardly reach it. Your junk. We're not cleaning our junk enough. Mm, yeah, I think a lot of people just are, are might be guilty of a quick swipe here and there. Got to get right to the taint. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get in there. Uh, armpits. Well, I'm pretty good at getting in there and giving them a good scrub. You really scrub them down? But I'm a shampoo to body guy. Like, I don't have a body wash and a soap. I use the shampoo on my head for everything. Well, I mean, you know, you look like you got a fur coat on when you take your shirt <laughs> off anyway, so. <laughs> I guess it counts. <laughs> I really got to get to an esthetician. And I married one. Um, armpits uh, and, and your butt. We're not we're not getting in and digging in around well, there. Well, I mean, are you supposed to dig? Well, I don't know. Sometimes you feel like you need to. Are you harvesting or cleaning? <laughs> Sometimes I listen. There are times I've had to crawl back into the shower. Like, Jesus, I've gone through every roll of toilet paper. What am What am I to do now? Sat down to uh, Disney Plus last night and watched pa- uh, Pam and Tommy. Wow! First, first two episodes. Now I can't get Tommy's dog out of my head. <laughs> His penis speaks to him. It's talking to you. It, it looks up at him. It talks to him. They had a nice conversation. 
Now, I don't know if uh, Tommy has watched any of this, but the first episode does not make him out to be a very nice human being. Oh. He's very, very, very mean to Seth Rogen, who plays a carpenter. Who comes in to do some nailing. <laughs> Just. <laughs> uh, is that how, like, things leaked initially? Someone working on the home found yeah. the tape? Yeah, someone who was very upset with Tommy. Okay. Uh, decided to get back at him and ended up finding this tape. And uh, the first episode is really good. Seth Rogen is terrific. You know what? The wardrobe is great. Like, you forget how badly we looked in the early 90s with some of the baggy jeans <laughs> right. we were wearing and. The mullet, everywhere. the mullet was still very much a thing. Gotcha. Uh, it's funny. Seth Rogen looks like my best buddy growing up because he's got this crazy <laughs> mullet. It's very curly. I mean, I'm no one to judge. You should see my wedding photos. Looks like the uh, the hair uh, the hairdresser uh, hated me. Uh, it's <laughs> and it looks like I never heard, heard of hair gel. Anyhow, that's my problem, not yours. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, it's just amazing to me that this thing is on Disney Plus because there's, I mean, you don't see actual sex. It's not a porn, but there's a lot of nudity and there's a lot of, it's, 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 it's soft porn. Right. At, at, and, it, like, it opens with Seth Rogen working on this, uh, he's a carpenter, as I said, and redoing this bedroom while basically Tommy wants to turn it into, like, a sex dungeon. He's got the sex swing installed. So how much weight will this hold? Uh, anyhow, it opens with them uh, working on this bedroom, and you can hear st- Pam and Tommy having sex on the floor above them. Wow. She's screaming to the Lord. Um, yeah, I guess there's probably a few parents that might want to look through their Disney Plus parental controls mm-hmm. to make sure that this stuff can't get under. I don't think I've ever uh, looked at the settings on Disney Plus to see if there's any content that wasn't aimed at kids. Yeah, um, I saw some people, because uh, people were uh, tweeting about it and basically sharing the same thought. Because in Canada, it's Disney+, Plus, but I guess in the States, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. So, I, I don't know why. I guess, does Disney+, Plus own Hulu? It must. Maybe it does. It must I don't be know. involved somehow. I just, I'm just surprised. Can't imagine I could send the kids down to look for Tom and Jerry. <laughs> 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 and they'd come up with this. Well, there's balls and bats. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, it's something else. Uh, it, it's, it's very well done. If you just, you remember that timeline. And just, you know, it takes you back. See, porn and all that stuff is so accessible now. And the 90s, it's funny. It never really seems to me to be that long ago. But it really, when it comes to technology, oh, it's ages. a million years ago. Right. And and just, well, just look at that, what was it, the VHS people were scrambling to get mm-hmm. of Pam and Tommy. I think I still have a copy if anybody's interested. Want to want to review before you watch the show. I can right. rent it out to you. Um yeah, you know, it was we were just have you have you heard? Have you seen? And you'd be bugging any of your buddies to mm. some, can somebody get me a copy? You know, cuz Pam was at the, you know, the height of her career. She had probably was the most successful Playboy playmate ever. Right. You know, Baywatch, and she was making movies, and Tommy, of course, uh, with Motley Crue, they were massive still at that time. But yeah, he's really painted as a quite the jerk in the, in the first episode. <laughs> and we as Canadians are so petty. Like, like we will do anything for a Canadian to have success. Mm. You know, and Pam, who's you know keys to success, were running in a red bikini mm-hmm. up and down a beach, yep. and getting railed on a boat. <laughs> and hey, she's Canadian. <laughs> She's ours, you know. Those are Canadian boobs we're all staring at. I don't know if those boobs are from Canada. That's true. They could be from anywhere in the world. (laughs) 
The only part of her that's not Canadian. <laughs> Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.